You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters another wednesday means that it's wait a minute what day is today saturday zach what are we doing here i don't know this is some alternate reality where we did not post the episode on wednesday this is saturday weird mm. I, I wonder why that is maybe maybe because we went to aw dynamite this wednesday oh what a fucking good time that was oh with aw dynamite we got AEW Dark Elevation, and we got AEW Rampage, which just aired last night. Uh, so, I think today, we are going to be talking about AEW Dark Elevation. And Zach, if you want, I would love to talk some Rampage. Oh, hell yeah, let's talk on. some fucking Rampage. Alright, but first, 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 first. Of course, I am Mikey Manfredi, your host of the show. And with me, as always, joining me is uh, Zach Dark Elevation Batista. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Zach Rampage Batista would have been so much better, huh? I literally but have I went, the I went the complete name. wrong way with that one. Zach Rampage Batista. Zach, <laughs> how are you doing, my man? How's I'm it going? doing good. A uh, lot of work today on other on hobbies and stuff, but I'm chilling. I've got a very fun weekend planned, but I've got... First, I've got this for my fun weekend, talking some wrestling with one of my best friends when it comes Woo! to just anything in general. I mean, nothing, nothing beats it, right? I love talking wrestling with my best buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of talking wrestling, Zach, why don't we get into why don't we di- why don't we tell people what we did over, over on Wednesday? As if I didn't just scream it at the top of my lungs at the beginning <laughs> of the show, and why my voice sounds a little more hoarse than usual. Yes, so we of course went to the Prudential, the AW Dynamite taping in Newark. Now, for those of you that are out of the loop, we had these tickets pre-pandemic. We were Way supposed, back when this show was blood and guts. We were supposed to have it, and it was stolen from us. So we were. Both very excited to see how TK and the AEW crew would would uh, pull out for the show, and they did not disappoint. We Man, started the did night they. off with Elevation, which after being doing this for almost a year, I think it's actually almost a year or has been a year at this point now. Has Elevation it, is Elevation is much shorter than regular Dark. I don't know how long it's been. I don't think. Oh, no, I meant for this yet. podcast. Oh, for this podcast, yeah, it's been almost a year. I think it's a year in what September? I think. Oh, it is September. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, holy hmm. moly! It's all, uh, it's middle of. Uh, let me look. You you keep talking. I'll look. So, I was personally, I don't know about Mikey, very excited to have my new freshly independent wrestling refreshed brain to see some people that hopefully I would see, and I was very happy to see that there were a lot of faces on here that I. That Zach, we, we missed our one year anniversary. Oh my our god! First, we... Our first episode was September 9th. Ninth. Damn. We missed it by a whole week. Time flies and you're having fun. So yeah, officially it has been over a year since we've been doing Independent Waters. Anyway, continue. So, 
the first match that we got was Thunder Rosa going against a female I'm not familiar with named Kaya McKenna. Uh, Kaya McKenna, yes. A lot of people were very excited about Kaya McKenna coming back. So I did a little bit of research, just a little, just a quick look over. She has only been wrestling for like a year now. And mm-hmm. a lot of her matches seem to be at Camp Leapfrog, which I was like, oh shit, a Camp Leapfrog? But graduate? That's sick. And yeah, I believe she got injured, right? Before so. this, and then she this was a this was her return match, I believe. Hmm. I will say for a return match, she had a solid ass match with with uh, Rosa. Oh yeah, Thunder Rosa and Kai McKenna put on a great a great start to Elevation. I really like this. Nice one. solid opening match that I went up ended up having a good time watching. I was like, all right, I'm like, fuck yeah. Now after this, unless there's anything in that match that stood out to you, Mikey. No, it was just a solid. It was just definitely a solid matchup. Kai McKenna really showed what she was made of, and uh, Thunder Rosa did come out on top in the end. Now we will say Thunder Rosa did win this match. Yes, and she was over as fuck. Yeah, everyone was so dude. The first person, the first wrestler. No, that's a lie. Was, no, yeah, no. The first wrestler yeah. we got to see enter was Thunder Rosa, well, and that was pretty good. I actually, yeah, because the thing happened before Dynamite happened before Dynamite, not not exactly. elevation. So after this, we have a belter of a three-way tag match. Yes. Oh, my bad. A six-man tag match. Mm-hmm. We've got the newly healed up Gun Club, which, by the way, love the look, love the entrance music, yes. love their attitude. Good shit. I'm actually excited to see if, what, the, what Billy and Austin and Colton. Colton have in store for us. But anywho, they're going against. Can we talk about how one of the guys naming the Gun Club is Colt? Colt Gun? <laughs> oh my god, I never noticed that. Like, come on. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> Little on the nose, is it? Ah, oh, fantastic. So, we've got Leon St. Giovanni. I love that name. Or LSG, <laughs> as he's called. Okay, LSG. Got it. Ray Jazz and Anthony Bennett. All right, all right. So, you, you've... I believe we've checked out an Anthony Bennett match before on this show, haven't we? I believe we have. That name sounds familiar. I believe we saw, we watched an Anthony Bennett match at some point. Someone I, definitely reviewed one. I definitely feel like we've seen an Anthony Bennett match. I just do I not believe re- it was you. I do not remember when it was, but it definitely happened on this show. Because so, uh, I remember, like, have, to, have to go back and listen to all of them. Because I remember uh, I heard the name and I was like, listen. why does that name sound so familiar to me? So, Mikey, what stood out to you for you in this match? Uh, how, how great, uh, gun club, gun club ended up looking after this one. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, they, they really made gun club look strong. This match was what, like three minutes long? <laughs> like, Something like that. They were... This match was fast. They really made gun club look like, uh, some, some big, large, powerful heels. Yeah. Their uh, and really sold them, really <laughs> sold them as a threat on this one, which is what, which is, I think this is exactly what elevation is meant yes. to be. It's meant to be like those matches that's like, ah, uh, you know, we don't want to. We only have two hours of TV time. We don't want to put TV time on this. So I, I, I like this approach that AEW is taking. Yes, use elevation for those squash matches that are meant to build people up. Yes, and then once they get on dynamite, they're already have that build and have that like heat and have all mm-hmm. that momentum. Yeah, uh, to let them have that good match and be like, it's, oh, Gun Club, yeah, they're a threat. We watched them kick a bunch of guys' asses in, like, three minutes. I love, by the way, how the reason they turn heels literally because they were like, wins and losses matter, huh? Undefeated in every match, and we don't get shit. And I was just like, fuck, you right, all right. Damn, all right, yeah, can't say no yeah. to that. You got me there. This system is one of the reasons why, and this is only because it's the first thing that taught me head, why Thunder Rosa is now, I believe, 27-2, and two, which is fucking Jesus. ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah, she is 
she puts in fucking work on these shows because I'm like, I know she's wrestled a lot, but 27 wins. Shit. Insane. Yeah, that's wild. The notes that I have written down here uh, are outside of the gun clubs. I had thought that Bennett had a fantastic hot tag sequence. Like, he got me energized. I was like, oh, shit, let's go. And then I believe it was LSG had another moment where he actually popped me for a second. I was like, oh, shit, let's go. And then he died to the gun club. And I was like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, Aw. yeah, where he jumped up on the ropes and mm-hmm. like somebody. Oh, no, that was a dead no, I'm next now with a different match. Never mind. He did, um, I, I forgot. I think he like did like a big ass strike to that like wiped Austin out. And I was like, let's fucking go. And then Billy walked up and just kicked him in the face. And I was like, I was like oh, and there it goes. And squash match. But still a good squash match. Should we rate these matches? Uh, I, I don't think we need to, we honestly. Really I know to. I know that's our whole thing. But normally, like, like normally we rate our indie matches, right? And yeah. kind of, we're kind of, like, obviously, indie waters, we're, we're kind of breaking the rules here. Yes, and also, there are a lot of these are squash matches, and it's kind of hard to rate a squash match. Exactly. It doesn't, really get, it doesn't have legs to go, like, the distance and have, like, a good rating. Like, a rating that'll, like, properly represent the people in the ring. Yeah, all of these, I will say, though, all of these were fun. They there were, wasn't a yes. single match where I was like, I wish that wasn't on the card. Exactly. All of, all of these matches were... Well, at, I think at the end we can rate Dark Elevation as a whole. Yes. Oh, uh, man. Mikey, because, like I said, this isn't a typical episode, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll, we'll go a little atypical yes. with the reading system today. All right, Mikey. I'll let you do the honors for the next match, because, God, this match hurt my heart to watch. Uh, this match was absolutely heartbreaking, because this match was uh, Dark Order versus Dark Order. We have Alan Angels, Alan Five Angels, and Ten taking on Evil Uno and Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Uh, the entire time, the crowd was chanting, please don't fight, because... All we want to see is our baby boys be friends again Where and were... hug it out. We ch- there was there was please don't fight chance. There was hug it out chance. There was no at the beginning before they even there started fighting. No, they were about yeah, to there like no lock no, up. No, no. no. Uh, uh, nobody nobody wanted to see these boys fight because everyone wants to see Dark Order back on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, get it? Same page. Oh, Maybe that's what you... they need. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that was a late one. Oh, back on the same page. Anyway, uh, this match, all, all, all uh, chance and crowd, crowds not wanting them to fight uh, aside. Mm-hmm. This match was great. If I recall correctly, I think it was Angels. Angels was throwing some fucking haymakers against Uno. I was like, "Damn, yeah. bro!" Which, by the way, yeah. it's so nice because I haven't watched Dark in so long. Because I, for any of you that don't know, I literally spent like the last couple months catching up to AEW, so I haven't had a chance to go on Dark. And see other people wrestle. So it was so nice to see Angels wrestle. That's what I liked about Dark. Is that I got to see I got to see the Gun Club in action. I got to see Colt Cabana wrestle. I got to see like Kaya McKenna. You know, like it was. That's nice. what I liked. That's what I liked about Elevation. It's just like I got to see matches I never would have yep. seen just on just on Dynamite. You know, it reminded me of why people the first time they saw Angels wrestle, they were like, "Sign this man right now. This man is fucking great at wrestling." Yeah, Angel. Every everyone. I think everybody in this match killed yes. it. By the way, I, I loved how this match started. By the way, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, go with ahead. Colt trying to calm Uno down, right? Because I believe yep. Angels was pissed off at, at Uno, and Preston was also trying to calm Rightfully Angels so. down. But then because they knocked into each other, the match just escalated, and by the end, Preston wanted to just rip Colt's head off, and Colt was like, you want to fucking go? Take this shit outside, let's go. It was... The match just escalated and escalated, and then, of course, Mikey... There is the the conclusion of this match, which had the crowd up in arms. 
Yes, the ending oh. of this, the, the the way this match ended was, I I think Uno and Angels were in like a mm-hmm. were in like a lockup a little yep. bit. They were, and something and something happened where I think Angels like shoved Uno off. But when Angels shoved Uno off, mm-hmm. Uno like ripped the mask off of Angels with it, like wet while he fell. Yeah, by by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angels didn't take kindly to that. Nobody took kindly Crap to that because you don't asshole. you don't rip off a wrestler's mask. Everyone called him an asshole. Uno was like, it wasn't my, I was, he tried Uno, to explain. Uno was, Uno, you could tell that Uno was like, it, it wasn't purposeful because he was literally had the mask and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You could see like Silvers and Reynolds were like not a fan of it. And then as he's trying to apologize, he I got I mean, Uno low. wears a mask. He knows how like he knows that it. is. And then of course, the karma of it is that he got rolled up by Angels as he was trying to like explain himself. Yeah. And then it was heartbreaking. At the end, they're all going to hug it out. They're going to... Angels gives Uno the olive branch. Like, uh, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, like, he was like, listen, it's, listen I'm, it, it's okay. I accept your apology. I get it. And it was an accident. Uno fucking Please. out of the damn ring. And Uno fucking left. And everyone booed him and was so upset. And I was just like, I, I, I'm not here for my boys. My boys are falling apart. Killed me. Also great, though. Hashtag Joy Dark Order. Not Joy right now, Dark maybe. Order. Hopefully they, when they get back together. God. Right I, now they're going through a rough patch, clearly. Bro, I saw. I think I saw someone say, like, God, the pot when Hangman gets them all to come back together for him. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm the like, Hangman will... return? Listen, I, I listen. I respect Hangman for doing it. I respect, like, you got to respect Hangman's all the time. He's doing it because he just had a kid, right? Yes. I believe he just had a child, so he has to leave. But Sad Millennial Cowboy will always be my favorite. Oh, my God. I can't wait for him to come back, though. God, imagine the pop when we hear Oh, it's going to be Page massive. When he shows up, oh my God. Adam Page is going to... You know what's great about Dynamite? What? I don't mean this in any bad way. I barely even notice he's gone. Just yes. because Dynamite is that good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you barely even notice he's gone because it doesn't feel like anything's missing. Like, yes. I feel like if... Like, think, like, talk, like, think about when... Uh, Roman left for a while in WWE, or Becky left for a while in WWE. Uh, they were there were noticeable holes, right? Yeah, they were. like they were noticeably gone, and it was like rough for a it, while. It was rough. It's like yeah, like a major cog in their machine was gone. And but Adam Page, it. Adam Page, one of the most over, probably one of if not the most over person on the AEW roster like, right now. Off the top of my head, there's who's like a home? Sorry, who's people. a home? Like I guess not homegrown talent, but like. Original AEW roster, right? Yep. Adam Page. One of the most over people there. If not the most over person. Mm-hmm. He left to go. He left. He's been gone for how long now? Like, since... <sighs> since... Probably since he lost... What, what was the think... pay-per-view before All Out? Uh, that was Revolution? Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing? Yeah. He's been gone since Double or Nothing. And Dynamite has still been fired. Like, there hasn't... It hasn't felt like... Like... Am I excited for him to come back? Fucking absolutely. Does it feel like he... Do I miss him? Do I want to see my anxious millennial cowboy on my screen every week? Of course I do. But I don't feel like AEW has gotten worse because of it. And that's saying something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Anyway. It's, it's nice to talk, be able to talk about AEW since we're on independent. I know! I love being able to like, talk about AEW. We don't get to do this a lot. It's very rare. Speaking of homegrown AEW talent that is over as fuck, next match that we had here was Orange Cassidy versus Verna. I was actually excited because I know Mike Verna from a match I watched. I believe it was Empire State Wrestling. 
Yes, we another one we've checked out on the show actually, before is Mike Vernon. Now that I think about it, I actually remember his <laughs> I forgot who his partner was, but he went against actually it was Silvers and Reynolds. I rem- oh, look at that. Yeah, I rem- I, it just occurred. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that match because I remember Silver's was – I wanted a Silver's match, but I also wanted a Reynolds match, and I just put them together, and boom. It was another squash match, but I, I have here – but it's Orange Cassidy, so it was great. <laughs> Verna had, like – I believe it was, like, two whole seconds where he healed it up after he hit Cassidy. Like, he started, like, just doing, like, the suck it to the crowd, and I was just like, I love this man. I'm like, you had two seconds to heal up the crowd, and they booed the shit out of you. <laughs> Great job, and then he got an orange punch, and that was the end of that. Yeah, it was it was solid. It was like I said, it, it was another one of those quick ones, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, yes. yeah, get Orange Cassidy over more. Yes. So moving on from that, and hey, I got to see Orange Cassidy live. That was awesome. You're there. Last was time, a... last time, last time, last time I went to AEW Dynamite, he wasn't there. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Last time you went to Dynamite in Philadelphia for like their their first big tour. Oh man. Uh, we went. And I was I dressed up as Orange Cassidy the first time, yep. and just to learn that he was in Australia that week that for another when, wrestling um, event. And I was like, no, I know that was when um that was when the kid was dressed like Orange Cassidy in the front row. Yeah, and Cody pinned him. Or no, yeah. he, he pinned Cody. Sorry, he pinned Cody. Cody, Cody didn't pin a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! One, two, yes, right. Oh, Pat in my record. Cody, I... imagine Cody kicked out at two. Oh my god! No sells the kid. <laughs> Oh the my kid god. pins him, Cody kicks out at two, hits him with the crossroads, and pins oh him for three. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I would die. I would die. That, he's the real hero, by the way. That was at, like, the peak of rumors that Cody was booking himself to win, you know? Yes. That was, oh my god, blast in the past. That was when MJF was a face. Remember that? Kind of. Kind of. He was an he asshole. Was a face, he was a face when he was around Cody. Any yes. other time he was Any other face. time he was an asshole, which yeah. was fine. Anyway. I dig- we digress. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have Private Party, which, by the way, I love Private Party. Oh, yeah. Private Party are great. I One of these days, they'll get, like, into the title scene, and I'll be very happy to see it. But for now, they're with, M- they're with HFO. Yes. They go in against Teddy Goods and George Santi. Yeah, this match was decent. It was just another uh, another enhancement match for Private Party. Pretty much. All, uh, the one thing I've noticed is that Teddy Goods has some solidest. Fuck strikes. I, yeah, Teddy Goods was hitting hard. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that's like the MO of a lot of wrestlers these days. You go hard or you go home. I mean, I like it. I'm into I mean, it. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm into it because it's just like, I mean, it gets a great reaction from me and the crowd, you know. Hey, I'm not going to question when two guys beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. That's but fair. again, another enhancement match. I believe Santi was the one that ate the pin from private parties. They hit the gin and juice. Mm-hmm. This is a good start to the HFO. This did not lead later for the HFO in the night, but we'll get to that. No, HFO had a bad night after that this, HFO went, It was all downhill from here, and we'll get right to that. So, next match, and this match, up to this point, is probably my favorite. This is my favorite one. Well, yeah, this is my favorite match for the indie talent that's in this. We've got Hikaru Shida going against Masha Slamovich. This is a match that, uh, this is another one of those matches that a lot of people were talking about. Uh, with Dunder Rosa and Kai McKenna. This is a match, Harshita versus Masha Slamovich is a match that absolutely should have been on Dynamite. It could have been on Dynamite. It could have been on Dynamite. I think it should have been, personally. Don't worry if she uh, keeps getting the reactions that, if she keeps getting the reactions that she has online with this, uh, TK will keep booking her, for sure. These two had a fucking great match. They were 
they were not holding anything back for this match, which I expect as much from Slamovich because, you know, the first time I saw this woman was in Josh Barnett's motherfucking blood sport. Yeah. So when I saw these two, I was like, oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, this and this match delivered. This was not just a squash match. It was quick, but it wasn't a squash. It had more time for sure. And there were some good spots here that I like. Like, I like how when, like, she did, did, like, the, she mounted Macho the corner and did, like, the punch, like, one, two, three, got to ten. And then she jumped back and drop kicked her, and I was like, oh. Hell yeah. And then all I have is that Masha had, like, a fucking disgusting knee to Sheeta's face that I remember being like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, these two beat the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I told Mikey, I'm like, give me Masha Slamovich versus Layla Hirsch. Or and Masha Slamovich versus anyone, and I'll be fucking happy. Yeah, give me more Masha Slamovich, for sure, for sure. That so- Masha put on an uh, awesome show. Hikaru Shida put up a great match. Hikaru Shida ended up winning this one in the end. Yes. and it, But it was great. Boy, did Masha put out a fucking great match with her. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So the next match, and this is the match This This, that, this match is right here my favorite of Elevation. This is the favorite, my favorite one of the night with that's not indie talent at all. Like, this is two AEW people that put out a fucking bait banger of a match. This is not, not, only, not only two AEW people. This match was Jersey represent. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how Knock happy everything over. knocks something over. This match is Jersey represent. They got <sighs> Joey Janela taking on Sunny Kiss, both New Jersey natives. Both popped. Taking on. Massive pop. T- taking on each other in a match here in Newark. Both came out to Massive Pops. Crowd was loving them both. In a blood food currently. This because... match was... Sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. I, I was literally going to say, because Joey is an asshole, and Pile drive Sonny on the outside. Uh, mm-hmm. Joey Janela, you bastard. You were a team. How could you do this? How could you do this? But leading to that, they were, on Twitter, they were like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to fuck you up. And goddamn, they fucked each other <laughs> Boy, up. Boy, howdy, did they? God. These two, right off the bat, Sonny got right on Joey and beat his ass around the ring like it was their job. Joey yeah. actually got cut above the eye during this entire fucking exchange, which I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. And then I have written here that uh, Joey's manager, I don't know her name, unfortunately. I feel really bad that I don't remember her name off the top of my head. You know what? Uh, I'm going to look this up. Mikey, talk yeah. about the match. Oh, the match was awesome. There were some crazy spots. There was a point where uh, Sonny hit Joey with, like, two suicide dives in a row. It was awesome. Uh, there was, like, a crazy spot where, uh, Sonny was, like, lying down on the apron, mm-hmm. and Joey went up to the top rope to go do, like, a senton onto Sonny while he, while they were on the apron, and Sonny moved, and Joey just took one of the nastiest-looking bumps of the oh, night, where he just that. bounced off the apron and landed on the floor. I was like, oh. <laughs> Absolutely oh, no. ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, of course, Joey's uh, Joey's muscle couldn't get in- Joey's muscle had to get involved. Uh, I believe it's Kayla Rossi. I found it literally as you said. It's Kayla Rossi. Of uh, Kayla Rossi, I apologize. And you did a great yeah. thing at the end of this match. We'll get to. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised you even talked about the fucking spot that got me in this match the most, which is probably Joey Janela hitting a fucking Spanish fly off the top. Yeah, Joey Janela hit us. Took took a, took Sunny Kiss up to the top and hit a Spanish fly. Sunny kicked out, and Joey's like, "You know what? Fine." Pile driver kicks out. Pile driver immediately right after. I was and kicked out again. I was like, "What the fuck is this match?" 
Uh, let's see. They, he, he just could not put Sonny away. Sonny also, I forgot what they, they did here, because I had to write these notes fast. They, Sonny had an awesome, like, roll-up counter, mm-hmm. which got which um got them the win with the um, an elbow from the top rope. Oh, that was it. Joey did the elbow off the top rope and missed because Sonny had it scouted, and then they rolled him up, like, on the floor and pinned him. And I remember being like, that was fucking awesome. But then, of course, to make up for mistaking Miss Rossi's name just in my brain somewhere. After this match, of course, Joey's a sore loser. So, of course, after Sonny got this awesome roll-up from the elbow, Joey's an asshole and beat the shit out of him in the ring. Because, of course, he is. And then... Because he's the bad, bad bad boy. boy. And Rossi was like... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Rossi was like, all right, fine. I'll help. So she takes out a chair. And at first, I was like, oh, she's going to beat Sonny with a chair. It's fine. And she lays out the chair on top of Sonny. And Mikey, tell the folks at home what Rossi decided to do. Uh, so Rossi, Sonny, Sonny was down on, like, his hands and knees. And Rossi took the chair, put it on Sonny's back, and did a moonsault double stomp to the back of the chair from a standing position. Fucking ridiculous. I was like, damn! Fuck me. Okay. And just double stop the chair into Sonny's back. I was like, what? This woman was like, coup de gras, now nah, fuck that. Moonsault stomp. Ridiculous. It's a standing moonsault, too. It wasn't even a fucking one from the top, too. It was just like, Ridiculous. Jesus, fuck. Ridiculous. Match ended there. Joey Janela's an asshole. His lady friend is also an asshole, but it was a fucking awesome match. Yeah. Jersey represented, and I was Jersey, so fucking happy. Yeah. There is no way these two weren't putting on an awesome match in Jersey in their hometown. You know, mm-hmm. of course, of course. And I'm so glad they did because it was great. Yes. Uh, Next up, we uh, have this the match. match. Sorry. The, maybe not the match of the night, but definitely the match that got the most the most interaction on Twitter tonight. This fucking. Santana, right. S- Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful. Taking on the team of JT Dunn. And Avery Good. Now, <laughs> before we get into this match at all, we need to talk about one person in particular, uh, and that person is Avery Good. Mm. And here's why. If you don't know, what what we need to talk about is Avery Good. Avery Good, you may not know them by the name you may not know him by the name Avery Good. You may know him by Dasher Hatfield or his other name, in ring name, a very good professional wrestler. So, when they debuted on AEW Dark Elevation as Avery Good, I Twitter exploded because Avery Good is such a good fucking name because it's literally all very good. <laughs> I love this name. We were literally walking the train, and Mikey the whole time was like, "What the fuck is this name? Why does this?" And I'm like, I, I don't know. And then he figured it out, and he told me, and I was like, oh, I still my. can't get over it. It's still it's, so funny. It's honest. I've said it like twice now. I'm like, whoever came up with that name, either give yourself a raise. And if a very good professional wrestler came up with that game, treat yourself to something because wow. that's a fucking amazing wow. name. Wow. Goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> just a fucking amazing name. It's just a very good. <laughs> like, oh come on. Oh, it's so funny. God. It's so funny. It really is. And if I recall correctly, the match was, it was literally a squash match. Again. 
Oh, it was, yeah. Prime Powerful won easily. Easily. I, I have written here that JT but, Dunn got one great elbow in, which I expect from him, and I was so happy. I was like, good shit. Then he immediately got hit with the streak, with the uh, sweets. The Street Sweeper, I believe is their name. God damn it, that. The Street Sweeper. Uh, I got the This win. match and Hikaru Shida, Masha Slamovich easily got the most buzz on, on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it and this this one was just for the name Avery Good, just for that name. <laughs> I I love that name. I love that name with all my heart. I need to get. We need to see a very professional wrestler in like the next episode sure. or the one after that. After also, this. also not to take away from anybody else in this match, we need to talk about JT Dunn because we've seen another. We've watched JT Dunn yes. on independent on yes. independent waters. Yes, we have. And JT uh, Dunn has performed. Yes, he has. I that's why I was like when he got the one good elbow strike. I'm like, you know what? I'll take the single. Elbow, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Uh, but pa- pa- powerful. Uh, of course, took it. Easily, pretty, pretty quick. They're probably going to be uh, contenders in the future for those titles. For which can't wait for that. them versus Penta and Ray. Imagine Lucha Bros versus Proud and Powerful. Jesus, Guys, it's got to be good. It's just got to be good. I mean, they're already setting up for uh, the the big. Fatal four way match, the big uh, eight man tag match with Proud and Powerful and Lucha Bros mm-hmm. taking on um, HFO, right? Yes, HFO like, because of things that like will... uh, Butcher and Blade and Private Butcher, Party. Butcher Blade, uh, and probably if I were to guess, it was HFO. It's either Private Party or it's um, Hybrid Two. Hybrid Two. That was their name. The Grand. But uh, it's definitely it's definitely Private Party. Private Party the way, are the way, the, from what we've been seeing. It, it definitely yeah. feels like it's going to be Private Party. But definitely taking on Proud and Powerful and Lucha Bros. Anyway, and to round off the night, was, that match was awesome. Uh, great name, Avery Good. Awesome. And that, yeah, our main event of AEW Dark Elevation: QT Marshall versus Dustin Rhodes. A match I wasn't expecting to see. Neither was I, and honestly, it lived up to my exact expectation of this match. It was. Pretty good. It <laughs> was a, I've under, it was a solid, classic, old-school face-versus-heel match, which I expected from these two. It had a feel-good ending when Dustin won, thanks to Lee, a returning Lee Johnson, who got fucked up by Aleister Black, not Malachi Black, and hasn't been anywhere since. Yep. And he won, and the Factory have... <laughs> If they haven't already lost the fucking war, quote unquote, the Nightmare Family at this point, I don't know they, what the fuck to tell you. The factory is not winning anything. The one guy that won is hasn't been on TV in forever, and I actually don't know why. It's the uh, Agogo, right? Agogo has not been on TV since he helped QT pin Cody. Jeez. Which I was just like, I don't know what happened, but I mean, if he needs to get recover, if he needs recovery, or like if something came up, by all means, no idea. I've seen plenty, like we said before, I've seen plenty of people leave AW, and when they come back, it's been great, and I haven't, uh, they have not been like, there's not been a, uh, a glaring missing person. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, overall, what do you think about the show? So, AW Dark Elevation, I think I liked it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely was way more exciting than I was expecting. Uh, but it's still, still just, it was really just a bunch of squash matches, but was, but it was still fun you know they did they, they didn't feel they it didn't feel like it was wa- a waste of time and it didn't feel tiring to watch or like or like ah whatever you know like yes. it was every match still felt fun every match was still cool because it was like hey cool that indie guy i know you know mm-hmm. it's or, always or like nice. hey look there's somebody we reviewed a match from on this show mm-hmm. and it's like sweet you know so i was i always felt engaged 
And then every time I was starting to feel maybe a little tired of squash matches, they were like, okay, here's Janela's Sunny Kiss. And it's like, hey, Mm -hmm. we're back. You know, and it's like, and here's Dusty QT Marshall. And it's like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. We actually have some wrestling about it. Here's... Here's Sheeta Slimovich, and it's like, all right, you snuck some that ma- you snuck some big matches in here, Elevation. I wasn't ready for it. Exactly, and it was honestly, if the pandemic had anything beneficial from AEW, one of this is like one of my favorite programs that they did, and I'm so glad that they kept it up. I agree. 100%. It is great. I won't even lie. For sometimes when I do the shows here, I actually go into Dark's lineup to see who they have that week to see if there's anyone on there that has like a good match, something like that, just to. Just poke my head in there and see if who they're talking about, because they they've got good good taste when it comes to picking wrestlers. I don't think I've actually seen anyone that's been bad on Dark. I, I haven't either. You know who I want to see more on Dark, and I was kind of I would love to have seen in Newark. Whoops. Willow Nightingale. Oh my God, same. I'm, I'm gonna gush about it for two seconds. That woman is like probably probably one of my favorite independent female wrestlers right now currently she is just every match i've seen has been good from her she's not had a bad match i don't know how yeah well, the Mike Bailey conundrum. fucking rules uh all right so zach what are we giving what are we giving aw dark elevation as a whole on the miss out meh or mark out scale i'm gonna give it a high meh i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a high meh as well it was really decent super entertaining uh Nothing like blew me. Actually, I can't say nothing blew me well, away because uh, Janela Janela Sunny Kiss was great. Yes. Uh, Masha Slamovich Shida was great. Mm-hmm. So I'm give it the high med though. Like I said, as a whole, this was a great great way to start off the night. Yes, uh, and give us a little taste of what was coming uh, for Dynamite, oh, which man. I don't think we're going to be talking about because, like, hey, our one rule on this show technically is technically. no AEW. But the only thing here I, we are. I want to say one thing, just one single thing. AW needs to figure out their audio. I agree. Because I went online, so I was like, I wanted to hear the pop for certain things, and I was hearing stuff, and I was like, they either mixed it to make the crowd not as loud, because there was loud as fuck for some segments where online it wasn't as loud. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where I'm like, bro, why? I'm like, your audio, why why mess up? Why please fix? Yeah, Kaze Nidare definitely got uh our, uh we thought it was good. Yes, but you on, hear the, on it got it got mega nerfed on the Yes. Some guy was like, that was a weak ass Kaze Nidare, and I was like, bitch, you weren't fucking there. They nerfed there. us. I'm like, you weren't there. Also, we were fucking exhausted, man. Yeah, that was a lift I that will say though, there was one thing I thought was really funny was on MGF's thing. They had to mute us a lot because we talked over his promo. They had to literally, like, lower us, Mikey. We wouldn't shut the fuck up We hated this man so much. We would much. not shut the fuck up. If you were there, man. like, he could not get a fucking word, and he had to just start talking because he was running out of time with how much we were just yelling at him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, we, uh, we gave MJF hell. Which, I mean, come on. Yes. Anywho. Let's not talk about something that's going yeah, to that air yesterday. So, you all, you all saw Dynamite. Dynamite was great. <laughs> Fantastic. Dynamite kicked ass. Uh, we got to see Adam Cole, oh, baby. That pop. They didn't. They didn't nerf that pop though. And I was no, it's like, not at all. <laughs> literally stopped Excalibur mid sentence as he was talking. I was just like, "That's right. That's right." Oh, awesome. Uh, anyway, why don't we talk about AEW Rampage, mm-hmm. which just which just premiered last night. We saw it a little bit early. We saw it a little bit in advance. We got an advanced screening of it, which was cool. So very nice. That that, that felt 
Can I just say, I love how they do this because it feels so cool to be there and mm-hmm. be like, I know what happened. Exactly. I know what happened. I like. And meanwhile, it's 8.25 Friday night and it has not aired yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what happened. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel rewarded for buying a ticket and going yeah. out and making the effort to exactly. show up. I think, I think that's the important thing is that like it made me, it made me feel like buying a ticket was worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, so let's let's talk about the first match. This oh yeah. boy, we have the newly inaugurated AW Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Bros, going against the Butcher and the Blade for the AW Tag Team Titles. This is their first defense of the belts. Yeah. This got announced. I popped first really official. hard. I was yeah, not expecting we, to see Lucha Bros because we had nothing about this rampage going nothing. into going into dynamite. We were literally waiting outside the production center. We had nothing. We about were this scouring rampage. Twitter, anything and nothing. We, it we was not, just we couldn't find anything. So when we just we got didn't announced, know anything until we sat down and right before Dynamite AW Dark or right before Dynamite, yeah, Tony Khan came out and was like, Alright, here's what's coming up on Rampage. And here's we were a like, scoop for oh. you guys. He's like, I'm the only <laughs> one that knows on Rampage. Here you go. I yeah. And he like, announced basically every match that was happening on Rampage. So, this match, I mean, it was a banger. It was fucking great. Also, can we talk about how we got to see the tag team titles on the line and the TNT title on the line oh my on God. Rampage, which we'll get to later. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. It was a very damn, nice that's Rampage. fucking awesome. Yeah. So, this, the Lucha Bros versus the Butcher of the Blade, I mean, I came in expecting to see flippy shit. And the flippy shit was there in full force. The Lucha It was Bros. very much powerhouse versus flippy shit. I remember match, you know? that the bl- that the butcher started, and I'm like, all right, this is his first match. And I remember he had like a slight hiccup, but from that point on, it was smooth sailing for yeah, him and the had, blade. He had a botch or two, but but like I was like, this that, is first it was, match. It was all smooth sailing. Like literally, I, I some guy was next to us, and he said, I literally, he's like, I don't understand how Ray Phoenix can do what he does. It literally just defies gravity. Doesn't exist for the man. Yeah. He literally, like, straight floats, and I'm like, nah, he just turned gravity off. He has cheat codes to, to physics. He has cheat codes to physics, yeah, exactly. I really like, I mean, yeah, like, it was power versus speed and flippy shit, and I gotta say, the fair part of this match is the ending, but if there's anything in the, in this match you want to talk about, Mikey, please, by all means, floor is yours. Uh, no, we can, get, we can get right into it. I just want to talk about the rest of this rampage, because a lot of it was all, like, yes. this match was, this match was great. Uh, there was a, a few cool spots here and there, but nothing I can really remember exactly right now. There was... Because it was a whirlwind of a night. There was, like, the fucking pile driver that I think Ray, uh, Penta did on, I believe it was the Butcher, because I remember I was like, there's no fucking way he's gonna do this. Yeah. I think, oh, I remember, I think Ray hit, like, a fucking German on the Butcher, because I remember he started, and I was like, you're not gonna do that, come on. Yeah, And then he did, I was it like, more. insane. It's the not, ending of this match, though. Ray Phoenix is stronger than we think. Yes, if, I might be wrong about the spot though, because I, I was just taking it in as it came. You can't ever exactly. write it. It was a whirlwind of a night. Notes for <laughs> a lucha match is always difficult. Mm-hmm. But all I remember is, th- so of course we talk about how HFO had a bad night. So at the end of this match, Matt Hardy would come out with the Butcher and the Blade, and I believe it was Jack Evans and Private Party had some fuckery about. And of course they did. Fucked around with the Lucha Brothers by distracting them, getting in the way. And at the end of this match, it ended up leading to Penta getting 
put in the corner and having the uh, the laces for his mask used to tie around the middle rope so that he literally could not go over to help his brother, who was getting his ass beat like a drum in the middle of the ring, and he could do nothing yeah. about it. Alex yeah, was over there I, trying I think, to, like... I think the Butcher and Blade hit their finisher while... They did. Uh, while uh, uh, Penta was tied up. Mm-hmm. They did. Matt Hardy was like, end the match, whatever. And as they, like, went like, to oh, go... yeah, this one's over. They went to go, I believe it was either pin or do something else. And then, motherfucking Pentagon Jr., you... El Cero Miedo, you crazy fuck. Fucking sprints into the ring... Pulls his mask off, like it comes off with the turnbuckle, uh, with the rope, and he fucking super kicks and falls onto the butcher, onto the blade, which frees up Ray, who then gets the pin on the fucking butcher. Yeah, I was like, "That's a brotherly love." I don't fucking know what it is. That Man, was that was all. That was an awesome fucking, fucking ending to that match. Great match. One thing I've loved about these matches, as far as it just shows how much Pen- how Penta is the older brother who really cares for Ray, his younger brother. To yeah. the point and where it shows, and it take. shows how important the titles they are mm-hmm. to them too. This man took a thumbtack super kick to the face for his brother, and then he took unmasking himself to stop them from losing. Yeah, it was great. The ending made me feel really good. Matt Hardy then stood in the ring for like 15 minutes of Jack Evans fuming, which is pretty funny. Just watching yeah. him pace around. But that was a sick ending to the match. I it really, was a I sick really, ending. really, really enjoyed the one that ended. That match ended. So that was a great match. Yeah. Got the crowd pumped, despite the fact that we were like, yeah, I don't know, five hour, five six hours of wrestling in. Oh yeah, we were we were dead tired by now. We it by was... time rampage started, we were like, all right, all right, <laughs> like, get let's your, do this, let's do this shit. So after this, we get Anna J, accompanied by Ty Conti, going against the Bunny, accompanied by Penelope Ford, a new yes. member of HFO. This is a solid match. I yeah, I really like this one. These two really uh really showed out. Really it was, definitely showed out for this one. It was Anna Jay's first match back after injuring her shoulder and tr- uh when she was training for the women's cup uh that they had when she was still champ. Mm-hmm. So it felt what's the word um it was nice to see her in action and it was nice to see her, you know, wrestle in general. I totally so, agree. I was very excited to see you too. Side note, Bunny is Loki really good. Like, she yeah. didn't do a lot of wrestling when it was just the Butcher and the Blade and the women's division already had enough people, that, so she didn't need to wrestle. But after she's wrestled a bit, I'm like, damn, actually yeah. impressed. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's almost like she's been doing this shit for a while. <laughs> I never even, like, thought, I was like, it's like, yeah, huh. She just never got the chance to show her shit. Yeah, and, but she definitely came, like I said, she definitely showed up for this match, and uh, it turned out it was ended up being pretty good. Uh huh. Is there anything about the anything that uh, in this match stood out to you? No, there was really it was it was just a solid match with a lot of solid wrestling. There was no like huge spots the here best... or there. The only part was really at the end after yes. uh when so Anna J ends up winning this match. Yes, and it was because my girl Ty Conti was not allowed to let some fucking shenanigans be afoot and beat Penelope Ford's ass outside the ring when she tried to get involved. Yeah, uh, and then speaking of beating ass, after Anna J ended up winning. Uh, Penelope Ford came in the ring with brass knuckles. Because her and the blade are tight, uh, and she just borrowed his brass knuckles after their match. And she just punched Anna Jay and Tay Conti in the face with the brass knuckles she and knocked them both leveled out. leveled them. I was just, I was like, fucking damn. Alright, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, just, just destroy them. 
one thing to note is that while this match was going on, Matt Hardy was also was on the outside. He didn't leave ringside because, you know, he had two matches back to back. And I guess he was just like, why the hell would I ever walk back? Time is money and I don't have time to waste on this shit. But after they, even though Penelope Ford and the bunny got the last laugh here, Matt Hardy was not a happy man at this point. No. He had taken off his jacket now and he was fuming around the ring. And eventually Tony Schiavone came into the ring and Matt stood in there and was just pacing back and forth all pissed. And eventually, after commercial break, Tony was going to interview me. He's like, so bad. How are you feeling? He's like, Tony, I'm fucking pissed right now. Because he's like, yeah, back-to-back losses doesn't really help. And he's like, I'm, he's like, is anyone I'm more pissed about right now? That fucking Orange Cassidy person here in the front row. And he points to this fan that's just sitting there. He's just having a good time. Just watching the show. Just chill. Dressed up as Orange Cassidy, you know. Matt Hardy gets so mad. He goes out of the ring. Yells in this fan's face. The fan's just sitting there. The fan gives him the fucking thumbs up. The lazy orange thumbs up, yeah. And he's just looking at him like he's like he's about to punch a hole through his head. And instead, he just drags him over the back, over the barricade, puts him into the ring, gets on the mic as Jack Evans pulls out a pair of clippers and they start to shave this fucking man's head. Yeah, he's like orange. uh, I'm gonna make you bald, busting my nose open. And of course, Mikey then got his second Orange Cassidy appearance for the night. Twice in one night, baby. Let's go. Comes out. Immediately uh, goes to level Matt Hardy with an orange punch. Matt Hardy, of course, slithers out of the ring like the snake he is. And uh, he's just holding the hair from this guy in his hand. He's like, this is going to be you. He tries to attack. Yeah. And then my favorite is when Orange Cassidy was helping the fan in the ring. And he tried to, like, put the hair yeah. back on. And it just <laughs> fell off. He was like, ah. I just, I was such an Orange Cassidy thing to do. Is like, hey, here you go, bro. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be a match that I actually look forward to. Uh, Bald Matt Hardy will be funny to watch. Yes. Yeah. Because OC's definitely not losing, right? No shot OC loses. If OC loses his hair, I'll eat my hand. I... <laughs> Bold statement. <laughs> uh, but fair, because I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of with you on, like, the confidence. Because it's like, yeah, I don't, there, I don't think there's any any. Matt Hardy beats Orange Cassidy. Hardy wins this match. The man who has pinned Chris Jericho twice and has fought for the World Heavyweight title. I will be very surprised. Yeah. Like, it just seems like, no way. No shot. No offense, Matt Hardy. <laughs> anyway, after this interview, oh. we have a second interview Ooh. with the uh, AEW Women's Champion, Britt Baker. Do- uh, do- sorry, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. D-M-D. And Ruby Soho. The current, technically, number one contender slash competitor for the belt. Indeed, she won, she won the uh, Casino Battle Royal as the Joker card, and she mm-hmm. had won the opportunity to take on Britt Baker for the Women's Championship, which will be happening, I believe, at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yes, that is during Grand Slam. Yes. Which, by the um, way, actually, no, we'll talk about that after the fact. Uh, yeah. This is supposedly like a weigh-in type situation where the two competitors are going to trash talk, and boy, how do you... Yeah, it's basically just like, yeah, give each other the mic, let them cut promos on each other, and build up the match, and holy fucking moly did they deliver. It was... These two had an absolute slugfest of a battle. There were so many just burns in this fucking single promo, like, just segment. The crowd was literally like, it was literally like the gif you've seen where the guy goes, the guy just puts his hand on his face, he just flies out of the screen. That was literally the crowd for this entire segment. Every burn, because people would just be like, awesome burn. Wait for it. Another one. Oh, shit. Another one back. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like when you think someone landed the killing blow, the other one comes back and just hits him again, and it's like, it was just like, oh, oh, oh! oh God. What's your, if, Mikey, if you had one line that you think would be your favorite, would, would you be able to pick one out from this? Because there's a no. lot of good <laughs> They were all so good. 
I uh, you know what, probably actually... probably the one where Britt Baker was like, uh, sorry, Ruby, they call you the runaway, but you didn't run away. You got fired. That... I was like, <sighs> for me, and then it... Ruby came back with, yeah, I got fired, and it was the best damn thing that's ever happened to me. And it was like, come on. <laughs> I think my favorite one had to be Ruby's. Like, you're like all the women in the back underneath that DMD. You, what is it? Um, you don't do much. You're, oh, what the fuck was it? It was it's like, you're, you're, you're you not talk that a good lot. Of a wrestler, you talk a lot. And you're doing a guy in the back. And everyone's just like, oh. And Britt, the whole time, looking at her like, that's true. That's true. I mean, listen. I can't again, even deny it. That if, man, I was, if I was banging Adam Cole, I would also brag about it. And then, of course, Ruby got the last laugh because Britt is a is a bitch, the baddest bitch, and she tried to get a cheap shot in, and Ruby got the best of her. Yeah, and this but, came off with Ruby holding up the belt. Yeah, that, this is the second. This is not the first time in the night someone has held up a belt. Yes, that wasn't theirs mm-hmm. yet, but Ooh, we'll see. Spoilers. Um, so I don't think Ruby's this, winning. This this segment was great. But These the two absolutely hit an absolute slug of pro battle. Britt Baker rules. These two uh, Ruby Soho rules. I cannot wait to see these two duke it out. It's for gonna be fucking awesome. A quote unquote feud that doesn't have a lot of build up. These two basically made up for all that. They they just... they made all the build up. This they, they made all the build up on this on this fucking ten minute segment in Rampage, dude. Can we talk about for a second the fucking? I believe I believe it was on Rampage. The fucking promo that Christian cut on fucking Adam Cole. Also, dude, I I don't think I've I don't think I listened to that one fully yet. That one was fucking. So it I heard starts some lines here and there, but with Jungle Boy being like, "My hair is better than you. I'm a better wrestler than you, Adam Cole. I'm gonna beat your ass." And then Chris is like, "Give me a second. Let me talk about Adam Cole." He's like, "He's like, since you're used to losing Wednesday Night Wars, I'll we'll take this match." I was just like, "I'm right sorry." Right off the bat, right out the gate, he hits him with fired. that. Then, oh man, I can't do it justice. Like it was literally like Christian, like it was like Jungle Boy was like, they were like, "All right, talk some shit about Adam Cole," and Jungle was like, "Like, all right, yeah, I'll fuck him up." Punches him like once in the arm, and then Christian was like, "All right, ruin his life and just shoots him in the head." Yeah, like, right. Was, like, oi. I can't do it justice. Br- Christian was fucking brutal in this, and I was just like, I can't wait to see the super click. Today like, they were definitely like. I feel like Tony Khan before this was just like, "All right, listen, guys, we're in Jersey. On your promos, don't hold back." Yeah, like the wrestlers <laughs> must have been like, "All right, bro, no." Uh, they just shake each other's hands. No offense. No offense. Yeah, literally everyone just and then every, they they shook their hands. Went no offense, no offense, cool. And then they just brought the cannons out, and we're like, all right, here we go. All right, boom. boom. <laughs> oh man. So after that, and we were all riding high off of this. We then get the a TNT title match between Fuego del Sol and Miro. A a, a rematch. A rematch because Fuego put up his car. Fuego's put his this. new car, bet his new car in this match. He got from his contract. Miro's TNT title. I gotta say, man, we were all pretty dead tired here, so I felt a little bad for Fuego and Miro, but I will say, they got some good pops, but just side note here, Miro's entrance is fucking great. Everything that, about Miro is great. Everything about is. Miro is great. Fuego fucking rules. <laughs> this whole Very match true. was awesome. More if, I was, wait, just... if I was more energetic for this match, it would easily, oh, yeah. I would I would have loved it. And I still, don't get me wrong, Oh, yeah. There were points where the crowd popped for this match, for sure. But like Mike and I were talking, Miro literally could do anything to Fuego as a heel, and we still cheered him. It did, yeah. Fuego, uh, Miro could do whatever he wants, and nobody, no, he will be behind him. I like, don't understand the Fuego train as much because I didn't watch as much Dark, 
but I want him to succeed. Because but do you get the Fuego him. trade now after you saw that match? Yes, because Fuego did a valiant job at fighting back against God's favorite champion. Yeah. But God, it was it was not enough, man. Like he got some good shots in. He got, I think, one tornado DDT in, and people were like, oh shit, he might win. And then Miro just fucking. He went for it a second time. Miro caught him and did like the no, no, no. Oh no, that was that was that was the one point where Fuego was like he he was hitting Miro with a bunch of strikes, like really knocking him, like knocking him like senseless, really getting a lot of mm-hmm. momentum in, and everyone was like starting to get pumped up. And then Fuego goes to do like a springboard cross body, and Miro just straight up chops him out of the sky. Oh, I forgot about and that. And just oh, my. knocked him that- dead. That woke Literally, up, he was in was midair. Like, Miro just goes, whap! Like, he's swatting a fly. Everyone was just like, he's dead. Fuego is dead. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, all right, yeah, go Fuego! And then it was like, as soon as that happened, the crowd went, oh! Oh, no! It's like watching a car crash. Except oh, it, was it was a fucking, rough. it was a monster truck against a normal car. It's like, oh, Fuego, no! And it, oh, it was so bad, too, right after that. Miro then just kicked and his fucking head off. And that's when he did the off. no, 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 like... He kicked him, and then he just he did the jumping kick to the face, and then he got Fuego back up and kicked him in the back of the head, and fucking did he pin him or did he even put him in the submission in game yeah, he over? Pinned him. He pinned him. Yeah. Then no, after he the match, him he pinned him, and then yeah, go ahead, go ahead. After the match, everyone at this point is like kind of leaving, and Miro, the it, like, to quote Mikey, it was never about the fucking car. Takes no. the key to Fuego's car rams it into his mouth and then grips his fucking chin to shut his mouth and puts him in game over and just bends him like a pretzel. And everyone was just like, no! <laughs> that people stopped to what happened and then who to show up to save Fuego but his best fucking friend, the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. I literally, I like, like, not even, like, I think, I feel like not even a minute before Sammy Zayn came out, or no, I always say Sammy Zayn, Sammy Guevara came out, I was like, like Miro was beating up Fuego, and I literally went, "Where's Sammy's? Where's Sammy Guevara?" And then Sammy Guevara's music hits, and I was like, "I'm a genius." Yeah, <laughs> I think before that I said he. I'm like, here's my fantasy booking. Like Sammy goes for the TNT title, and I was also like, "I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. I can predict yes. the future." <laughs> Sammy shows up, beats Miro out of the ring, gets him out. And then as Miro's in the ring and Miro's walking up the ramp, he's like, I'm done. Fuck this whole situation. He realizes he's missing something. The title that God is God gifted to him as Sammy Guevara picks up the title and challenges Miro for it. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Sammy Guevara, TNT champion. Give me Sammy Guevara as champion right the fuck now. I want to see what his title belt, what they changed the title to look like. God, I will pop so hard when he wins that because he fucking deserves it. And we go off on the air. Well, we go off with as Miro leaves as Sammy talks shit to him. And then we get a nice feel-good moment where Sammy thanks all of us and then we get to be on his vlog. Yes. And we, is, all got to, we all got to scream and yell on, Sam, on Sammy's vlog. It was great. Which was really nice to cap off a awesome evening of wrestling. Yes, I agree. 100%. Rampage was great. Every, everything was great. Dynamite yes. was great. Rampage was great. Elevation was great. It was just an awesome night all around. Uh, it was absolutely a privilege to be part of to be part of that, uh, and it was super super cool. And I would love to do it again next time they roll around and anywhere remotely close. Yes. Oh man. See, 
problem is now is those the tickets for AW are expensive as fuck now. I'm sure we. I'm sure if you get in early, you can get yes. They were only expensive. They were only expensive the other day because it was like last minute tickets. This is very true. I think they're in. Are they in Queens next? Yeah, they're going to. Uh, they're going to New York next for the yeah, it's Grand uh, Slam for, for Grand Slam. Yeah, because they've got um, which is also shaping up to be a, which is also just an that insane card team. is stacked to fuck. From what I have heard, stacked to high heaven. Yeah, we are. Uh, Prudential Center was the third most crowd for them, and I think Madison Square Garden is expected to be like their second or first one of the two between Chicago. Real quick, I just want to go over Grand Slam. Yes, of course. Let's go over Grand Slam. Dynamite Grand Slam. Yes. We have FTR taking on Sting and Darby Allen. Yep. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, baby. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho for the Women's Championship. Oh, it's going to be a banger. Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Oh, yeah. Yes. I almost forgot about that shit. Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. In a non-title. Not for the title, yeah. Just to see... Who's the better wrestler? Then on on Rampage Grand Slam, Adam Cole, Christian Cage, Adam Cole and the Bucks, Super Click, take it on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express, Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk. That'll be a fucking great match, guaranteed. And I'm not sure where this is on the card yet because I'm a li- I'm still a little confused about it. But there is going to be, I believe, a Suzuki Goon Box Kingston match. I believe that Suzuki Goon and Mox Kingston. I want to say that's dynamite because I know that uh, Rampage has Men of the Year against Hager and Jericho. Right, duh, that too. Men of the Year and Hager, Hager and Jericho is also another match that got set up. I'm pretty sure Grand Slam. I think now I think about it, I think that is dynamite because I'm pretty sure I remember Lance Archer saying Grand Slam, meet us fucking here. Because I remember yeah. I was well, they're I... both called Grand Slam. One is just oh, Rampage man. Grand Slam, and the other is Dynamite mm. Grand Slam. I'll put it like this. If it's on Dynamite, that's a fucking very, very stacked card. And if it's on Rampage, I won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. That's fair. As long as it gets the room to breathe that it needs. As long as AEW gets its timing down, it can be a wonderful night of wrestling again. Totally agree. 100%. God. It feels nice to be able to talk to AEW, about AEW, especially after catching up on everything. Right? It's just so nice. It's just so nice to be able to gush about the product I love. Not that I, I don't love the indies, but... The indies I, are great. I love, I love AEW. I, just, I never got to, like... I never get to gush about it live enough, and I'm so glad I get to now. I know, like it. I'm a, I'm gonna be here for a second. It's it is hard to watch WWE at the moment for one specific reason. It's literally it's booking. The booking yeah. hurts me every time or disappoints me. Wrestling is great, and one of these days I hope that maybe maybe just maybe AEW's booking will either motivate Vince to give a fuck, or by some miracle someone will convince Vince to do something better because I it could be great and that's the frustrating part is that sometimes it is great and a lot of the times it disappoints me but enough about that AEW is great does I agree 100% it does the indies a solid and it does the wrestling industry a fucking solid being so good yeah I agree I, I love uh, rising tide raises all ships right mm-hmm and I think AEW is on the fast track to be that tide and everything's going great <laughs> oh, wrestling man. is fucking awesome Wrestling is right fucking now. awesome, and to quote many people, "God damn, is it good to be a wrestling fan right now?" I love, I miss this feeling. I, it, honestly, yeah, to see so many people loving it, just seeing just crowds that are just fucking ballistic, awesome wrestling. It's just honestly, it feels like I finally get to uh, live through what people were like when they were talking about the Attitude Era being so good, where it's like. In the future, we'll be talking about how great this era of wrestling was. It's like, this was just the shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about all I got to say. 
Any last words for them, Mikey? Before we go off? Any last words? Uh, if you're not watching AEW yet, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just why? Just why? Why aren't you watching AEW? <laughs> you, you should be. Uh, anyway, if we don't have any, like, uh, we don't have anything to get to, we don't have any double down or anything like that. So let's just get right to the plugs. Go check out our website over at countoutpod.com where we have uh, everything that has to do with the podcast that you need to know, uh, including uh, where you can sign up to be a member and get exclusive audio for being a Countout family member. For $5 a month, you can go sign up right over on our website, countoutpod.com forward slash membership, uh, where you can pick out uh, what how, how you want your money to be donated if you do decide to donate. And be a member. You can pick exactly where, what podcast your money goes to, and exactly who's getting how much, and really customize your membership. And of course, you get a bunch of exclusive audio with that as well uh, from all of us here uh, at the Counter, all from all of us, all of the podcasts here on the Counter Network. Um, not only that, you can also follow us on Twitter, where we share our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. Me and Zach live tweeted uh, Dynamite while we were there. Uh, so definitely go follow us there if you want to get the uh, insider scoop on what happened on Rampage and Dynamite. Uh, not Dynamite, on Rampage and uh, Dark Elevation. Uh, and go check out our YouTube channel, uh, uh, Count Out a Wrestling Podcast Network, where we post uh, video versions of our newest podcast, Happy Hour, uh, where we just, it's just a fun show where we all hang out together and talk, shoot the shit, play some games, and we'll stream it on Twitch. So if you want to go check that out every night, every Thursday night at 8.30 over on twitch.tv slash countout uh, is where we stream that. And uh, it's really, really fun. I, we, me and Zach just did an episode last night, and we had a blast. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely go check that out. I think you'll, 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 uh, you'll, it'll be worth it for sure. And go check out the other shows here on the Countout Network, such as How to Talk to a Friend About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, um, and Ring Post Radio. Uh, you'll, I think you'll love everything we, ha- we have here. We have so much amazing content for you, and I'm really proud of everything we've, we've been doing. You should also go check out all of our articles that are written over on our website, uh, countoutpot.com, like I said already, by some awesome writers that we have here on the network, and we couldn't do anything without them. So... Uh, yeah, I think that's all my plugs out of the way, Zach. You got anything? No, no, no. N- didn't think so. So that just leaves us with one thing left to say, and that is to remember, there's such a chance to see of AEW out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.